It's look who it is. They can't. It's a podcast. <laughs> it's a phrase. It's a. It's a. It's a. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, manner of speaking. Just. Just take. What it. came to mind was a euphemism, but that's definitely not what it was. No. Uh, my name is Michael, and I'm Zach, and this is. Your favorite podcast ever. Your favorite podcast ever that you listen to regularly and support <laughs> us and share all of our posts and always share us to your friends. Thank constant you so much. Constant updates, you know, constant, constant, constant interaction with us and our audience. It's great. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, today we were going to talk about something a little bit, um, I don't know if I could say serious. I want to start off by making it a little bit more fun. Okay. But It'll still be kind of serious? I don't know. First world problems. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so have you ever had run into something that's like a first world problem that's like people from other countries would never understand why you would complain about that? Yeah, I get unnecessarily mad when a mouse lags. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I could say lag in general, right? Like, yeah. Like, okay, <clears throat> India. Not to down talk India all that much, but we'll just be honest. They don't have a lot of um, cell coverage. They don't have a lot of internet. Um, that's why, like, right now, because there's so many people there that don't have phones and stuff, the major players that ha- that control the internet, they are trying to get over there and influence as many as they can. Because, you know, it's like Google, um, Apple, and I think Microsoft are all over there just, like, trying to get people to buy their stuff so that way they'll use their services. And boom, you got more customers. And they're actually giving phones away for free. Just yeah. because it's such a blossoming market. But in India, I'm sure there's places where you'd be lucky to get a signal, right? There's no way you'd be able to play a video game online yeah. or watch a streaming If you video could see a mouse like and it'd be like a computer <laughs> mouse, <laughs> yeah, that'd be like really cool. It would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Whether or not it moves or not would be one thing. <laughs> well, uh, okay, like did I ever tell you? Okay, so I, I've been to Nigeria. Not sure if You've I've... never told me that. No. <laughs> I've known you for what? 10, Come on. Like, okay. Like I did. I don't know years. if I've told these people this. Okay. I don't know if I've told the audience this, but I, think I you did actually. Okay. But that's okay. Tell them but, again. Um, I've been Tell to Nigeria as part of a mission trip before, and this was like like 13 years ago. So it's been yeah, a little bit. Zach's old. Yeah. So much. Uh, but yeah, while I was in like, <clears throat> when I like just started high school, my dad, he's like, yo, you need to go on the mission field. Get your, get, understand, understand where other people are going through. I'm like, all right, cool. But um, anyways, while we were there, there was actually this one little kid that was there. Because, you know, everyone there speaks pidgin English. So it's like mm-hmm. their – whatever their um, native language is because there's so many languages in Africa. Just like there's so many tribes and all that stuff. So it's like wherever, wherever we go, everyone speaks pidgin English. So just a mix of whatever they already speak. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was like this kid there. His name was Bobby. Well, I'm sure it wasn't. But he had me call him Bobby. But for the sake of story, yeah. this is Bobby. Yeah. No, no. He had me call him Bobby. Yeah. He gave me his phone number and he asked me to give him give him mine. And so I did. I gave him my number. Did he ever contact you? Uh, uh, three years later. Oh, wow. I get this phone call. Just and I'm, I'm like, I'm working here at the church. I'm doing all or no. Uh, no, it's like this is before I even went to Rama. But it's like I remember being here at the church and I get this phone call and I'm like, this area code I do not recognize. It's like one. So I have no idea <laughs> what this is. Somewhere in the world. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, 
well, uh, okay, sure. And so I answer the phone. All I hear are car noises, beeping, people screaming, or like not screaming, but it's like, you know, just like people talking, but it's yeah. like in the distance. And it's like, and I'm going like, I'm like, uh, uh, what is this? And I, hello, hello. And I'm like, hello, this Bobby. And I'm like, Bobby? Bobby. From, from, from Nigeria. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh man, how are you doing? It's Bobby. <laughs> but how are, how are you? Bobby. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you spoke English. He couldn't hear, couldn't hear me. Uh, the signal started breaking up and he's like, oh, I, uh, okay. Bye. And he hangs up the phone. <laughs> and that was the last I ever heard from him. <laughs> it was just at, like three years later, all of a sudden I just imagine he's just walking through the streets and he's like, you know who I haven't seen in a while? <laughs> That one missionary that showed up here. And, I, and like, he was in Lagos, which is a big city. Yeah. It's 100% a third world city, but it's still big. It's like, we were we were there, and we were in, like, one of the only blocks. Like, our hotel was in one of the only, like, city blocks that had constant or consistent power. Yeah. Most places fade in and out, and, and you know, and, and uh, one of the places we went to, there were like um, there was a holy war going on for the city yeah. at the time where the Muslims and the Christians were fighting, and we mean like actually fighting like yeah machetes and stuff. And the Muslims had just taken that city block that we were on, and so we had armed guards in there, so we didn't have anything to worry about. But at night, <laughs> there was this there's this Muslim dude that got up on a on like a loudspeaker, uh-huh. and he was doing prayer chanting. 24 hours straight. Jeez. Stand the, all three days we were there, yeah. he was on this loudspeaker. Now, I don't know if they swapped out. If they did, it was seamless. Because they were just right in. And it's like, it goes right. I'm like, I, I think it's the same guy. I yeah. think it's the same guy. But they did that for the three days we were there. <laughs> Nonstop. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> we had like one dude that knew what they were saying. And you just one of the guards is like, yeah, he's basically just really upset that Christians exist. So just don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, that made it easier. But it's like, you know, that that's another thing where uh, people get into heated debates over what is like, I guess it's a first person problem or first w- world problem. Like, yeah. you know, people arguing it's like, you're a sinner. You're a sinner. It's like over here. It doesn't matter what side they're on. You believe something different than me. Let me go get my lucky machete. Yeah. This one's really lucky. It's really yeah. good at killing. I haven't died yet, so it must be lucky. Yeah. <laughs> it's like athletes that don't wash their jersey or whatever. It's like, see, every time I don't wash my jersey, we win. Maybe you just never wash your jersey, and that's what you just think. Yeah, maybe you just haven't lost. Yeah, maybe you just, yeah, maybe you just haven't lost, and you're associating it with something that is unrelated. It's a good job. You didn't lose. Yeah. Uh, so it's like internet lag, having phones freedom to even complain about other people's beliefs oh another thing i get like excessively needlessly angry stressed out and like it'll just like lose my mind if my hands are full oh it's such a first so like you're just just holding yeah i don't like holding stuff i don't i don't like having my hands i always have a backpack on me for that exact reason I'll, i'll have my hands full as i like move an object from one place to another yeah 
It's like whatever. just, but I won't be someone who someone just hands it to me. He's like, hold this, and I'll just yeah, I'll stand like, there and hold. It. It's like, are you are you serious? I'll look for a place to set whatever it is down, and then I'll wait and pick it back yeah. up when we move. Or like whenever I'm like taking groceries from my car or something, <laughs> and my hands are just super full. And I can't open the door. Oh, I get so mad. All right, uh, he, that actually makes me think of something else. If my hands are dirty, mm-hmm. that bothers me a lot. I work at um, our like family bakery, yeah. and. Uh, if we're sitting there doing stuff with, uh, now the thing is we use like nitrate gloves because vinyl and stuff that can irritate people's certain mm-hmm. people's skin. So we use nitrate because it Only apparently doesn't affect anybody. gloves are used here. Nitrate yeah. gloves. Well, I wouldn't say the finest. Posh, posh. They are incredibly cheap, but they don't irritate I'm people. Just, I'm just thinking first world problem. Yeah, but in this the one, it's like doesn't when good I take the gloves hands. off, it my hands will sometimes smell like nitrate. Okay. And if like I'll sit there, I'll take the what gloves off, I'll like? throw it out, and I'll just—it's like a chemically smell. Okay. And I'll just sit there and I'll like maybe scratch my lip, scratch my lip. I accidentally take a breath and I—I I smell the nitrate. Like I have to go wash my hands. Nothing's on my hands. Nothing. Yeah. It smells like the thing that kept them clean, but yet I must go and wash them now. You yeah. see? Or if like God forbid, I rub up against something that's like a table that had icing on it. Oh, my hands sticky! And I have to immediately go wipe it off. Yeah. It's like, I, <laughs> that's such a first world problem. Because again, imagine like a third world country where it's like, all right, so running water is not a thing. You have and where two you cups of water. somewhat drinkable water for your whole day. Um, are you going to use that to bathe or to ingest? So, yeah. Both is not really a good option. Yeah. Oh, man. I just thought, okay. Um, to drink the water you bathe in. Oh, kind of gross. God. That is pretty gross. There's places that do that though. Yeah. Um, the the recycling water thing that's a big deal in a lot mm-hmm. of countries. And oh my god, I actually heard about something where somebody was. Um, so they made this thing where it was basically a basin where everybody would urinate into, and there was yeah. like a whole cleaning process, and they would they would they would then use it to like bathe or drink or whatever. And, and yeah, the, the problem what the what I heard was there was they. There was a leak somewhere, and so people started accidentally bathing with more and more concentrations of urine. Aww. And I could just, and then eventually, because it got to the point where they just like, it's just not working. We're just gonna not use it anymore. But could you imagine that? I wouldn't want to have been a like, part of that. You're put, you're you're showering. You've got soap or not? You got you're you're showering, and all of a sudden you. Just, Wait a second. Wait a. This seems stale. <laughs> Is someone urinating nearby? Why does my hands? No! <laughs> yeah, no! No! It's coming out so a little bad. off color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That's that's so... But that's like that survival thing where, like, you know, Bear Grylls, he made a name for himself because he drank his own urine. Yeah. On camera. Instead of Les Stroud. They both did. Oh, man. That's so messed up. I couldn't imagine doing that. I wouldn't want to. Well, it's like, okay, the, the, I guess on that, it's like... I could say I would never do that. And I can honestly say I would never do that by choice. Yeah, I would never do I've that. I've never been in a of... position where it's like, all right, so you're drinking urine or you are dying. Never been there. I, I feel like if I was there, yeah, I would probably I drink feel like it. that would yeah, I feel like it would be a much easier decision. Yeah. But if if there's any any other option, <laughs> I'm gonna go towards that oh, option God. for sure. Oh, you know, here's another thing I heard. All right, so there was um a country, I think, I think it was in Russia. I'm not sure. It was someplace where it was incredibly cold. And this is on the lines of the fir- third, thir- uh, like first world problems, but there's like a third world nation in the cold. And um, 
so anyways, these guys, these, this family lived in like a house that was a, away from everybody. They were like farmers or something like that. Okay. But during like the winter months, I don't know, whatever the, whatever the situation was that led to this, the crooks of it was both parents were gone. I believe one of them died and the other one was trapped someplace else. Like, you know, like maybe someone was on a business trip selling whatever they had harvested and the other parent was at home and died somehow. All I know is it came down to where there was the older sister and she was older uh, by being 12 and the younger uh, brother who was like, I want to say like five or six. Mm -hmm. No parents. They have no food. They can, they, uh, she knows how to prepare like, you know, the fire so they can boil water and get you know, something to drink, but they have no food. Now, so what she ended up doing was, because they were in like in the middle of a blizzard, and so there was, you know, no help coming. No one to contact. So what she actually started doing was, she was actually uh, cutting open her arm and letting her brother drink her blood. Uh. Yeah, to keep him alive. And obviously, she's not eating anything, and he's technically eating her. <laughs> yeah. Which is just, and it's like, that's, that's nasty, but they both survived. Huh. They ended up making it until the other parent got home and, you know, got them the help they needed, got them food, got them water. But it was one of those tales of survival because they're just in the cold. And the thing is, imagine having the mental fortitude at 12 to, to be like, that. I don't know if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to do my best to make sure he does. It's very, it's a, it's a very interesting um mentality to be in yeah because that's something again it's like a first world problem you just don't even you don't think about it because it's like i would never have to really face a face that Man. but living in certain countries and certain places around the world it's like that's something you got to learn really quick or you just don't make it yeah you know uh i mean i'm just i'm just thinking about like even like some movies have done pretty good about that like uh mm. did you ever see blood diamond no <sighs> that one's a good one like, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, and and it's like you know he's he's in Africa. They real they they hit you pretty hard with some of the um with some of the realities of that stuff. But yeah. it's essentially like you know uh, slave labor is a big thing yeah. in in a lot of parts of Africa, and the, you do this thing where if a tribe gets like enslaved, they're doing like they're like they're digging for diamonds, and it's exactly. not like in an underground <clears throat> mine. It's like you go to a place that has like runoff from like um. A mountain or a volcanic mm -hmm. area or something like that, and you're just they're just sifting through and digging through water trying to look for stones. Okay. And you'll find diamonds, you'll find gold, but one of the guys he finds a diamond, a big red, like a pink diamond, which are incredibly rare. But it's like, it's it's like a, um, it's hard to demonstrate for this, but it's 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 like imagine I guess like your thumb curled up. Okay. It's like that big. It's a big, it's a big, diamond. big diamond. Now they're going like they're, they're they they show early in the movie how there's like a diamond that's like the size of, um, I guess a pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's honestly a good good description. Like the size of a, of a small pearl. I don't know why my brain went there. And they were showing like each one of those each one of those diamonds, and it's like you know, it's if we get ten of these, we can arm um, fifty soldiers essentially. And so they could just take those diamonds and that's why they're called blood diamonds because you get it from a war-torn country. And so mm -hmm. it's like, um, then they really get into the diamond trade, which is completely overpriced. Did you know they actually stockpile about 80% of all diamonds that exist? That would make sense. And that way they only allow 20% in circulation. Oh, yeah. So that way to keep the price up because diamonds are not rare at all. They're incredibly, incredibly common. And so uh, to, in order to keep the prices up, 
there's less in circulation. So there's like there's there's actually one place, uh, a like a jeweler in Britain, and they own I think forty to fifty percent of the world's diamonds, and they just keep them in a safe. Yeah. Demand it literally mm-hmm. creates your own demand and supply. Oh yeah, they they're very strict about it. But they're very smart. But that's where that you know that old money that's like my family founded this diamond mine several years ago yada 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 yeah. and then they have money for the next 20 generations because yeah. you know they don't have to do anything else it's like that that's just that old money kind of mentality but it's like yeah that's that's some of the stuff that people have to deal with that you know in, in like america you don't even have to yeah don't no. have to think about it Mm-mm. like in other countries where uh, they have to learn a second language and one of those la- languages is almost always english yeah that's another thing too it's like that's a trade language i know one language you yep. know i know bits and pieces of others but not enough to say i really know them yeah but like can't hold up a conversation in like spanish <clears throat> japanese or anything like that nah. Just, i know some words yeah like very basic phrases but like in other countries no they gotta like learn to be able to, to <laughs> hold a conversation in english yeah so that's always interesting. It is. It really is. And again, it's like that, that's that mentality of what we need versus what we have. Yeah. You know? Uh, What's something else that makes you unnecessarily angry that ooh. shouldn't? It's like just a small first world problem. <laughs> well, okay. It's not as small in Florida, but it's a small thing compared to other countries. Air conditioning. Yeah. I hate the heat. I hate... So many people do. Hate the heat. Well, it's like in Florida, it's like... <laughs> Florida! I can't Are we going to Florida? how hot it is. It's Florida. hot in Florida. I can't live in Florida. <laughs> but it's so hot here all the time. Like, this room right now is stuffy. Did I tell you I watched Jumanji 2? No. Uh, I well, I watched Jumanji 2. And that's like one of my favorite lines is when... I think it's... Um, who's it? The Rock? Uh-huh. That says, "Are we in Florida? Florida? Oh, oh yeah, when he was, it just, he was Danny DeVito. Yeah, I, I like literally cried laughing. Oh my god! I actually gotta say that movie was better than I thought it was gonna be. I would say so. Yeah. I'm excited for the third one. Yeah. So <laughs> we're back on the movies. <laughs> we are. We are. Absolutely actually, are. you know that's a, that's actually another thing. It's like I miss the theaters. They're they're opening them back up next month, but it's like yeah. I miss having the opportunity to go see movies. And I guess that's still first world problems because I mean, think it's like, oh, are the theaters still closed? And then you get to like another place, and they're just like, they're opening a theater. What? What? <laughs> I had I had never seen a movie. It's like really, yeah. yeah. I mean, like myself alone, I could say I have seen hundreds of movies. I have seen. You've seen probably tens. A You've definitely seen at least a hundred movies. I guarantee you've seen at least 100 movies. Probably. Probably not much past that, to be honest. (laughs) We're fixing it, though. But it's like, I mean, if you you were going to sit down and try to write down all the list of movies you could do, I bet you could name probably 20 movies off the top of your head that you've seen. So it's like, but again, imagine having never have seen anything on any, like, TV ever. And it just shows up one day. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, just like that'd be really concerning. Man, motion pictures? Are you telling me that's not a real person up there? That giant is not real. <laughs> How are their voice coming out of that box? I don't get it. <laughs> What's happening? Well, I don't think they're. I think they would know, but. Uh, oh, actually, um, I don't know what this is called. All right, I don't know what this is called, but I'm going to describe it. Okay. Okay, so you know how there's there's tribes of people, out in the world that are untouched by man. Yeah. Right? So they have no clue what any of this stuff is. Well, during World War II, there was a, um, 
like there there was an island in uh-huh. the Caribbean, like the Pacific Ocean somewhere, you know, like the South South Cari- uh, South Pacific. So it's like one of those Caribbean islands or something like that. Okay. And um, it might have been in Africa. I don't know. I just mean like this is a this was one of those islands that was untouched by people. There was a tribe of people living on there. Okay. Now the thing was, this island had a somewhat a um, good strategic location as far as where the battles were taking place. And so what happened was, um, I believe it was Americans. Again, I'm not sure. This was definitely during World War II. But what they did was they started um, bringing down um, planes to this because they found like a, a like a landing strip and so they yeah. kind of formed like a little bit of a base there to just be like, all right, this is where we can launch planes from. This is where we can store supplies and start sending them out to our people. <clears throat> they didn't know there was indigenous people there. They didn't know that. So what happened was after they had already established the base, the planes landed and everything like that. And they they had, they had like supply crates and everything, and all these people were there. The indigenous people made themselves known, and they came, and they presented it with, you know, it's like, oh, welcome to our island, what are you, what is that, and that kind of thing. Well, in order to come up with goodwill towards these people, the soldiers gave them supplies, medicine, food, canned stuff, technology. They didn't give them guns, but they gave them, like, the use of of other little trinkets and things, like a compass. You know, it's like, and again, that's completely foreign to them. They had, like, reed rafts they could take places. Well, after the war ended... Okay, and um, the the military they didn't need that location anymore. They left. They 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 took all their stuff with them and they took off. They left anything that wasn't like bolted to the ground essentially. Yeah, or anything they didn't give away. Yeah. Well, several decades later, um, some people came back and they visited this island, and what they found was where the military had camped out before, there were shrines built, oh, and not man. shrines in okay. the sense of like holy sites. Shrines in the sense of they rebuilt an airplane out of bamboo. Now, the thing is, they it didn't fly, didn't move, or nothing. But they made what looked like an airplane out of bamboo and out of reeds and stuff. Yeah. Because they didn't understand the association. They didn't understand the laws of flight, lift, or anything like that. Mm. They don't know what the plane does. They just know that's where the supplies came from. That's where the... Holy messengers came from the people from across the sea that brought all these magical gifts. That's all they know. So they thought if they built their own plane, it would summon those people. That's what they found out. And so they rebuilt the military base because there were a few like little sheds there and they kept them as somewhat holy sites. And they did their best to rebuild them. And they started inventing, they, they created like paints and stuff to try to make the colors correct. And they did all this stuff to try to call those people back because they wanted the medicine, the food, the stuff. They just, they wanted that again. They wanted to be a part of it. And uh, it's, it's interesting to think about, but that's how people see for like alien technology. You know, like it's hmm. like we're aliens to those people. They have no yeah. idea where it comes from or how it works. That's and so I guarantee, I guarantee none of the military people that were there learned their language or anything. So it's like these random foreign people showed up speaking a completely yeah, different language with wearing them. clothes <laughs> and they would have no idea how this works or what it what the relevance yeah. of any of that is. They just would try to recreate it as a form of trying to bring us back. And it's like, that's very fascinating. You know, yeah, it it's is. very, very fascinating, I found. And um, it's like, that I think is the number one first world problem is ignorance. And not that people in first world are dumb. It's just you're ignorant to what you've got. Yeah, we don't, we don't really realize just how much oh, yeah. we have. 
I mean, like, if you saw a plane drop down and start unloading all this, like, medicine and, and stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's kind of nice just in case there's an emergency, but I can go to Walgreens. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal, especially World War II era stuff. But if you're living in essentially the Stone Age, it's like, well. That's a lot different. This is miles above, you know. I guess it would be like an alien species shows up and they've got, like, the cure to cancer. It's like, that might be rudimentary to them, but for us, we're like, Yo, we've had this problem forever. <laughs> yeah, this is a thing. It would just be, it would just be a completely different uh, universe. Yeah, that sounds really intriguing. Yeah, but <laughs> it's almost like they're they're like growing up, like like a child, so to speak. When a child is first exploring, oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. world, they see people. And, like, but imagine having that experience them. when you're like, I don't know, 30, 40 years old. <laughs> You're living in this tribe on an island. Just, yeah. yep, here you go. <laughs> I think on that tribe as well, like, they found, like, old uniforms. And they, they took the people that were, like, the people in their tribe that were the ones that were getting the the medicine mm-hmm. and stuff. They they were, like, the messengers. And so they made them wear those uniforms all the time. And they would do, like, I guess, you know, That's like that, uh, the island right outside of Sri Lanka, you know, right below India. Hmm. That's got, like, the really aggressive people. Oh, yeah, I've heard about those. Yeah, some kid from ORU. Yeah. Went over there. I read his journal. Did you ever read his journal? No. It's interesting. He met him, like, a few times before he died. Uh, and he ended up dying by a kid shooting him, like, with an arrow. <laughs> like, how nice. interesting is that? But, uh, yeah, he said it was really interesting. Cause he, would, he went there and he brought, like, baskets of food and fish and stuff and... They were that'll win over, you over man. That'll that'll win him over. Yeah. Well, well, like in his journal, to a point, like, I guess. Yeah, in his journal, he's explaining like, yeah, the adults seem to be totally into it. <laughs> so, but they didn't seem to have like, or at least the kids didn't really understand the weaponry they were using. So they would fire arrows at him, like basically playing. Oh yeah. Or whatever, or like just I don't know for whatever mm. reason. He's like, yeah, one of them went like straight through my Bible. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, I don't think I'm going to live tomorrow when I go back. <laughs> and then evidently he did not. Wow. Died. Oh, man. But, I don't know how I'd feel about it if I actually called my own death. I don't know if I'd feel, I'd be like, huh, yeah, I knew it. But at the same time, I'd be like, I should just listen to myself and just not. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. that's like whenever you get, like, I don't know, you're just doing something. You're like, I know I shouldn't do this. And you do it anyways. And you're like, exactly what you thought was going to happen happens. And you're I like, expected. why did I do this? <laughs> what is wrong with me? It's like that meme. Expected. Yeah, I don't know what I expected from this. <laughs> but that's a whole other concept it really too. Is. Like, well, like social media problems. Oh yeah. I, I mean, mean like people literally flip out, die, commit suicide, like <laughs> develop super intense insecurities, depressions, and mental you know, mental health issues mm-hmm. from like social media issues. Oh, I didn't get enough likes, or like, oh, Somebody ruined my life on social media. Yeah. Oh, this person is being petty. Like, uh. There is. There's a lot of people that put so much stock in, um, I guess, validation. Yeah. Because it's like once it's like this. That, that's the thing that was like a psychological deal. Where it's like once a, once a person's, um, all their needs are met, they start looking for other things to worry about and to care about. And that's when you start getting people that get self-conscious about themselves socially or economically and things that all derives from having all your needs met. Once you don't have to care about where my water comes from or if I can get food, yeah. you start sweating the small stuff. 
You know, that's one of the reasons why it's so highly recommended by so many people. I realize we're kind of drifting away from this, <laughs> but it's like, um, I kind of realize like, that's why people say with a lot of this, it's like, um, um, people, kids should go on like a mission field early. Yeah. Or at least if you're not going to do like mission to do at least do like volunteering. Mm hmm. Something that takes you to one of the places where it's a fight just to have food. Yeah. Because or just it, be really it, poor and have miserable lives. Yeah. For a little bit. <laughs> like homelessness. Yeah. Yeah. Just try that up for a good year. Um, if you don't contract STDs or something else, then, you know. Wait, you'll, what? You'll learn all sorts of things. I don't understand. You're like six years old homeless. Well, I'm getting an STD now. If you are on the streets in like, especially a major city, that it's not a far leap of... Uh, to conclusion to 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 have blood spilled over one thing or another that's true that's that's where i'm going <laughs> i just thought like oh i'm homeless might as well go sleep with people you can get an std and i there's several ways you can get it outside of actually sleeping with someone it's just that's fluid true. transfer that's just where my mind went yeah way to go man child-friendly podcast my booty i would say it still is i mean if i were six year old that's I where know. i would go <laughs> Six-year-old homeless me. <laughs> Listening to the out. Derailed podcast. It's like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I would totally just go and like, oh my God. a bunch of people because I'm homeless. Because <laughs> you're homeless and that's what, that's the dude again, Nickel. <laughs> Dear God. All right. And yeah. rounding back around the corner, we have Zach coming in with our uh, distraction. Go. <laughs> distraction? Well, the distraction is, hey, what is something you don't know if you'd be able to live without? That's a first world thing. Hmm. That I've grown. Ugh, that's all right, all right. something you don't. Or all right, have us, have us. Something you would have the most difficulty surviving without that you don't need to survive. Um, like obviously, my first instinct is going to go to a piece of electronics like my phone or my computer. But to be completely honest, I can live without those actually rather well. I enjoy them. They're things that I love very deeply. That sounds really weird. But they're things that I enjoy very much. <laughs> you but can I, say you rely on. Yeah, them. like I know I could live without them. And then my next thing would be like, okay, well, my car. But it's like, honestly, like if I had a bike, it'd be fine. <laughs> like, or I could even walk. It's not that bad. But, hmm. How, like, how first word are we going? Like, is toilet paper on the list? Yes. You don't need it to survive. Dude. But... I'm I'm gonna have to say like toiletries. toiletries. I I wouldn't make it without like I could make it without a computer. I could make it without a phone. I could make it without a car. I'm not really gonna make it very far if I'm not able to wipe my own butt. All right, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go big brain right here. Huh? I'm gonna say soap. Yeah. Soap. Can I include that with like toiletries? Nope. We're gonna say yeah, gonna specifically. I, have a, I, have a, I don't know because toiletries is like a whole thing because that's like toothbrush, toothpaste, yeah, floss, like like, hy like hygiene things. Hygiene. Well, let's try to let's try to narrow it down to like one thing. So, so like so a toothbrush. Yeah, instead it's coming of toothbrush, from the hygiene category. Say, I'll right. say that. But um, would you say toilet paper or soap? Um, Honestly, I'm going to have to still go with toilet paper because I could see myself rinsing off in, like, a lake. But I don't see myself Oof. taking a dump, walking to the lake, and then, like, mm -hmm. rinsing off in there or using a leaf. Like, I don't... Yeah. The whole leaf deal, I, it's not fun. It's not... Well, the thing is... Not what it's cracked out in, to be. In certain... Well, some cultures, and this is not prevalent to today, so we're not getting political, but it's, like, certain... Some cultures... 
it was a, a thing to wipe with your hand. And then go wash your and hand. And then that's just the hand you don't do anything else with. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Because we're talking desert tribes. Okay. We're not using up our last canteen of water to clean off your hand. So it is... Or they probably just don't even wipe at that point. It's like, oh, you're it? not going to not wipe. It's either on your butt or on your hand, and I like to have two hands. Yeah, but you can you can still, like, you know, you can, you can plunge your hand into sand and get all that off, but you're not going to get rid of the, the grossness of it. Plunge your butt in the sand. Yeah, I'm sure that would be very comfortable to have sand stuck between cheeks as you're walking through the desert or riding. Oh, yeah, I guess where it's like, oh, God, because that would that would be like it would be like grinding against you because, you know, you're just you're bouncing on the on the saddle. Sandpaper butt cheeks. So there you got your option. That's the name of this one. (laughs) Sandpaper (laughs) butt cheeks. Shark skin. Yeah. (laughs) Got to get that clickbait going. Oh, man. But it's like that. That's one of those things where it's like, uh, mm, uh, mm, uh, I don't really like that. Ooh, here's something you don't think about much. Parasites. Yeah. Have you. Ever heard of a hookworm? I've heard of it. I don't know okay. anything about it. Hookworms exist specific, like in particular, to just make your day subtropical miserable. weather. So there's like South America, Africa, or Florida. Not really. I mean, I don't think so. I, but then again, there, it's like okay, it's one of those things where it's in, it's very easily treatable. You can easily treat yourself for it. Okay. If you have access to medicine. So that's where I don't know if it's in Florida or not, and people are just treating themselves. I don't know, mm. but it's like they're uh, they're they're basically like these little these parasites, these worms, and what they do is they actually burrow into skin, and they will like you know feed off of whatever they burrowed into. And so what it happens is they actually will um, they'll burrow into like a person's foot, and it'll uh, be, it'll, it'll swell the area, of course, because there's now an object in there that's feeding off of it. And it'll cause like calluses on the outside and scabbing constantly because it's burrowing in and out to, of course, uh, dump waste on the outside of your skin. So it's not yeah. swimming into that stuff, but it'll keep feeding and growing. And eventually it'll either lay eggs, like dropping them off, yeah. or it will leave. But either way, there's like now a hole, nothing else, something else could get in there or whatever. But it's like, I I, I saw, man, you're thinking, all right. Okay. One of, the, one of those would be horrible. Um, not that big. Honestly, not that big. We're going to say about Baby maybe worm. half an inch at full length, which is pretty good size, but it's not like yeah. a tapeworm. Okay. But the thing is, you're thinking, all right, I get one of those in my feet, foot that sucks, right? Try hundreds of them. That's gross. There was a video that we saw where it's like, have you ever heard of a hookworm? Was like that that was the that was the name of the video. And so it's like, and the person did exactly what I did, just describing. It's like, now imagine that being in your foot, whatever, that'd be horrible, right? Now imagine a colony of them. Because you're walking right barefoot and they're getting their water from still water or even walking through still water or running creeks like shallow yeah. creeks or whatever and that's where they live and so they're just latching onto a foot and just burrowing in and there was a person they showed their foot it was almost twice the size of itself just Jeez. and it was all these bumps and things and so what they were doing was they were actually just like all right we're gonna remove as many as we can and so they had to take like a scalpel and they were like shaving off the top and squeezing it kind of like a pimple and you see the worm fall out. Uh. Or they'd have to take a tweezer and if it's 
extra, if it's big, they have to take the tweezer and pull it out. And they're just doing that. And it, it, it was like a, like a 10 or 20 minute video. And was it sped up too? Or nope. <laughs> so it's like, I was like, um, kind of, kind of, kind of speeding through it. And, uh, like, you know, it's like, you know, a thing where it's like, you know, you're finishing like a, you do, you're watching a video and you just kind of like skip a few minutes yeah. ahead. I was doing that and I'm like, Oh, this is so gross. This is so gross. And it just kept getting bad. Like just, just, Oh, it was so bad. They had to get in between the toes and junk. I'm like, Oh, I don't like it. And then it's like, all right, so I think we've got a lot of the, the sole of the foot. But then the camera pans up and you see it all the way up his ankle. Oh, I'm like, oh, no. oh, it looked so, it looked so painful. And they had to yeah. bandage it up and everything. Cause I'm going like, oh, and they, and the thing was, they definitely, they said they, like, we can't remove all of them. Cause we, you have to fight that with medicine. It's an infection at that point. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, if those things are laying eggs in there, you're not, you're not getting those out. Those are in there. So it's yeah. like, oh, and again, that's like. One of those things that, you know, people in the first world don't, you don't have to think about that. It's like, oh, is my, oh, my, my skin's a little patchy today. I've got some dry spots or some redness. I don't, I don't like that. I'll go to Walgreens and get myself a little bit of rash. Yeah. Get a little, get a face mask or something. It's like, just, I'll uh, take care of my like, skin. Like my, for my beard, my skin was breaking out and you, you know, you said earlier, you're like, yeah. oh, you got some stuff in your beard. I was like, yeah, I know it's just been miserable today. Like, yeah. Cause just, it's like, it's just dry skin. It just dried out. And then, um, but it's like first world problem. I'm just going to go home get some tea tree oil and just put it in my beard and it'll be all good. <laughs> uh, have you ever seen someone that, um, had cysts on their face? Uh, uh, the videos I've seen, it's like okay. people in like, they're like, um, they're like peasants in China. That was like this one video mm-hmm. and they've got cysts on their face and people are like, oh, how could you even let that happen and stuff? It's like, look, if you have no access to bathing equipment, you're not bathing. Yeah. I mean, that's... And so you got these people that are going, you know, weeks without bathing. And so the, the, the oils that cause pimples because they build up on your skin, they get absorbed in your skin, cause a pimple. If you never treat that or take care of that, that just kind of grows and becomes a bigger problem. So people are removing like, you know, marbles from their from their yeah. face. Yeah, like I've seen videos where people are pulling like just, just dead stuff out oh, of their ears. I hate that. I hate that so much. Yeah, and they'll pull so much out. And you 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 sit there and you think it's like, man, how could someone possibly let that get that bad? It just happens. Yeah, if you're not cleaning yourself regularly. Like a big consideration too is there are places in the world, a lot of places in the world that are as far as quality of life considered to be less than medieval times oh yeah putting that into consideration it's like yeah of course they're gonna have problems because they don't have dead (laughs) bring out your dead dead. actually no you've never you've seen monty park yeah yeah i I do actually know they're like like walking down the the little area yeah and then he's just like hitting it right off any moment. <laughs> yeah. Great movie. I actually yeah, did get like, that reference. Thinking about like like living in those conditions, like, oh and then thinking there's people that live worse. Yeah. Thinking that's better. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's like again, that's that that's that first world problem right there. I mean, because like seriously, I, I remember like complaining the other day that like I didn't shower that day. Yeah. And I just felt gross. Yeah. Like the next day I'm just like, ah. Oh, Oh, I feel nasty. Oh, I feel like there's a film on me right now. It's so gross. It's so gross. And then um, there's people that just 
don't get a bathe at all. Yeah, no, yeah. Like imagine that three <laughs> weeks from now. Yep. Even just three days, like you'd be like feeling disgusting. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely feeling disgusting. That's where like um, what is it? Some of the countries that they live in like deserts. You know, like the nomads or whatever over in like Arabia back in the day. Yeah. I, I don't even know if they're still around. I don't know. But it's like, imagine those people that it's like, not only do you not have like the opportunity to really bathe, like you never do. It's like, if you ever find water, it's like, that's it. That's all. I'm drinking that. I don't bathe in it. It's like, yeah. I mean, that's where you get like those, like their remedies for like BO was like rubbing certain plants on you or. Uh, whatever they're you know using oils and stuff and it's like that's that's how they that's that's how they would avoid smelling bad all the time yeah not the cleanliest thing but all right because <laughs> it's like having um i don't know your bathroom like gross or, or clogged like a clogged toilet or something like that and all you do is you spray with aerosol it's like it might not smell as bad now but you did not get rid of the problem yeah it is still there you yes. just give it time yep it's like oh that's gross but if those are your options you're gonna do what you gotta do if you're yep. trying to live because it's like those are again this is first we have these first world problems like right now i said like this room's kind of stuffy it's still probably like 10 20 degrees cooler than it is outside yeah, yeah but absolutely <laughs> I don't like it. It's slightly too warm. But I'm uncomfortable. Yep. Also, I'm wearing this long sleeve shirt. Probably a bad idea. It's a nice shirt, though. I like that shirt. Oh, thank you. It's very yeah. soft. I enjoy you it. You guys should see the shirt. It's, it's really, really nice. Thick. Um, I'm not going to describe it to you. Just think of a nice shirt. And that's what it looks like. Exactly like that. There you go. There you go. Your imagination is great. Yeah. You're wearing a hat, too. If I was, yep. you know, if I was wearing a hat, I'd be even warmer. Yeah. Yeah. I like this hat. Yeah, it's a good hat. I'm not going to describe it to you guys, but you can imagine it's a good hat. Yeah, it's so, a good hat. <laughs> whatever good hat you're thinking of, just know. Just imagine um, a good hat and you've got a good hat. One day, maybe you guys will even get to see the hat that I used to wear oh! all the time. <laughs> yeah, if we ever do the videos. Yeah. Which that hat is gone. I don't. That's why I don't wear it because I don't know where it went. Yeah, I don't know either because you would always be like, you know, yeah. where, where's my hat? And you go look for it and then you just haven't been finding it. I'm going to, I'm just going to break down. I'm going to buy one of those I'm going to buy it, embroider your name on it. Well, no, I'm going to buy the one that originally you mentioned that it kind of looked like. Oh, Super cryptic messages okay. here where our audience is now like, I don't inside, know what they're about. Or inside jokes. But we did just give you some tips that we do have vague plans of doing video oh, at some point. Pshaw. Um, Possibly. At some point means sometime in the next 10 years. Don't get too excited. Yeah, don't get too excited. One day you'll get to see our beautiful faces, but for Until now, you get Until then you've got that photo. vague image on... I believe uh, we're, we're approaching that time yep. today. But um, it's cool. I think we talked about some important stuff and some interesting stuff. I know. We didn't really go too too far off or get too crazy. <laughs> I was here. afraid that we were going to get political. I'm like, I don't want to get into politics. I know. I don't want to get into politics. I really don't want to get into politics. We're going to get into politics. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Let's talk about him. <laughs> Mr. Chob, uh, Gorbachev, tear down that wall. <laughs> <laughs> right. So who are you voting for? Eisenhower? Or just like, do like 50s politics? Oh my god. Oh, we should do that. That'd actually be really funny. Do like an You know entire, who I'm a fan um, of? This new guy showing up in, uh, down south is Fidel Castro. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Wasn't well, he just like, he was just like coming up at that point? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, maybe. Because he got the Castro the second, who's like super old right now, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we should do that. We should like research. Look this stuff like, up. And then be know. able to have a full podcast. Yeah. Like, so we're in the 1950s now. <laughs> it's just like, 
I don't know, just make it seem like it would be overly political and it's just like history. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to the Derail <laughs> podcast. We do have a Facebook page. Yeah, send uh, us uh, any comments, questions. Yeah, like the ideas. page, share our posts, tell your friends, send us ideas, do the thing, mm-hmm. hit the button, smash the button, do that. Yep, you know. Bro, fist your computer. <laughs> no, uh, what's the PewDiePie? Because I can never a do a Swedish accent. Bro, fist your computer. Spooky, boy, spooky, boy. Bro, fist your computer. That was horrible. <laughs> On that, I think we're going to call it today. Goodbye. <laughs>